This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. News time now. Let's do that. Minute after six. Sean's here with the news right now. That's right. In the news, finally got some of those uh, promotions for military people uh, out of the way. And... Uh, the most viewed Wikipedia articles of the year. News brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More. Celebrate the holidays with a gift for yourself at Pitbull Tobacco and More. Purchase $100 in gift cards and get a $20 gift card just for you for locals by locals. Uh, authorities say the man who was suspected of firing on officers from a duplex in Arlington, Virginia, uh, has, uh, well, they say now that he's presumed dead. We thought that yesterday. They found a pile of something. They found remains. Yeah. Uh, 56-year-old James Yu was identified by the Arlington County Police. Uh, as the owner of the duplex and the individual whose actions brought them to that house on Monday. Uh, they were, he said he was firing a flare-type gun from inside his house more than 30 times, possibly up to 40 times. It looked like a fireworks display. They've, there's videos. The neighbors were videoing this thing. Oh, to, I haven't seen the death. flares going off. That's, oh, yeah. Okay, all right. He was shooting them up. Okay, so that's what he was. We were wondering well, what he was doing with them. In, in my mind, it's like, was this supposed to be an ambush? Like, bang, 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 shoot these things up in the air. Draw all these people in, then blow oh, the house man. up. Oh man, that's uh, that's. I hate that I live in this world. Yeah, unfortunately. If that's the case, or he's just completely nuts well, and po- just blew himself up. Police did attempt to uh, execute a search warrant, and uh, you fired several rounds from inside the home. They say with a firearm at that uh, with that one. Uh, an investigation into the cause of the explosion is still ongoing. Apparently, authorities turned off gas service to the home and evacuated nearby residents about ninety minutes before the explosion happened. Really? Yeah. So there must so have been it a wasn't thought that right, right. That there must have been a thought that something might happen. Uh, you publicly apparently had he'd aired grievances wow. against a lot of people in his life on LinkedIn. He'd been posting what's called paranoid rants about his neighbors, coworkers. Oh, dude. Uh, they said he also filed federal lawsuits that were dismissed as frivolous against his ex-wife, his younger sister, a moving company and the New York Supreme Court. Wow, so this yeah. this person really is screwed up. They said each of the four lawsuits were dismissed. Uh, some were described by the judges in the cases as convoluted or very confused. So, I mean, clearly something was going on. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, in 2018, yeah. he had filed a 163-page federal lawsuit in New York against his then-wife, young, uh, younger sister, and a hospital after he said he was committed against his will. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, so the more we find out about him, there was a lot going on. Troubled, no doubt. On, yeah. Troubled, no doubt. And we'll get more information as they keep revealing more, but uh, right. for now, that's where it sits. Wow. Uh, back here locally, HRT has two new additions. They've got two new ferry boats in the fleet. The Elizabeth River, River Ferry 6 is replacing the 3, which was sold at auction last month. And the 7 was brought in to help what they think will be a spike in ridership uh, for the t- Norfolk Tides baseball games and the eventual home of the Norfolk Headwaters the casino. casino. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's is it going to be plan. called Ferry McFerry Boat? Uh, you know what? That would be amazing. For now, it's just yeah. called Elizabeth River Ferry 7. Ah, okay. Let's hope it gets ah. more fun than that. Come, Come on. on. Right? Uh, they said it'll carry people across the Elizabeth River, which, of course, we all expect right, between right. Norfolk and Portsmouth. Uh, but they said they're very excited about it and uh, what, it, what it represents because they believe it, again, yeah. will represent a spike in ridership and people going in and out of Norfolk and Portsmouth. Sure. Progress. Exactly. Uh, the ferry boats both arrived in Hampton Roads in late November, actually, and they were built by St. John's Shipbuilding Incorporated based out of Florida. Why do that when we got shipbuilding here? I don't know, but that's just me. Uh, the project cost about $6.4 million, but was paid for using federal, state, and local resources, and you will be able to start riding them. So Yeah, I got a feeling that different shipyards uh, specialize in I different think types I of think craft. Probably yeah. right. I probably mean, we're not making a lot of ferry boats here necessarily, but boy, we build the hell out of an aircraft say, carrier. I, hey, I, buddy, we we'll make the most indestructible yeah, ferry boat you've right. ever seen around here. The firepower on that beast. Yeah, it's not great. Not so great at like moving yeah. the people over there. But yeah, but my God, you don't want to mess with. Don't it. Don't piss it off. That's right. Yeah.
Uh, during last night's Norfolk City Council meeting, council members unanimously approved the Hampton Roads Computer-Aided Interoperability Project, which is a long name that basically means that all the 911 call centers in Norfolk, Chesapeake, South Suffolk, Virginia Beach, and Portsmouth yeah. will now share data in real time. Okay. Now, they'd already had what's called a mutual aid agreement, which means that they would help each other, you know, in the event that they needed it. Yeah, there's an emergency, and I need this information. Exactly right. Uh, but this allows them to actually have access to call center data in real time. So they won't even have to call over and ask for data. They can access it immediately. So basically, it goes into one yeah. system that they can all access. And so if something involves right. more than one city, they don't have to worry about transferring the information, getting approval, this, that, and the other thing. Right, right. It can just go right back and forth between them. Uh, they said it will quicken response times and boost efficiency. Uh, and they said that being able to regionally access each other's data in real time will, take it, will be a huge burden off already overstretched call takers in the midst of the staffing shortages they're dealing with. That makes we sense. talked about that yesterday. The Director of Emergency Preparedness and Response in Norfolk, Jim Reddick, said that they have 26 vacancies and they're only staffed at about uh, 62% in Norfolk. Uh, not going well. He spoke to Wavy. Well, the third highest call volume in, in, in Virginia. And I think a lot of folks assume it's just an answering of the phone, but it's it's so much more than that. That When he said that number, we, the yeah. third highest call volume in Virginia, I right. was just stunned by that number. I was like, wow, Norfolk gets a ton of 911 calls. Just, I mean, yeah. I always figured yeah. they did, but just I, I, didn't, I for some reason never picked Norfolk as being high, that high up on the call volumes. But oh, I, also, I would I would have assumed that because I, it's got you know it's got to be in the top five biggest cities. Oh, okay. I guess that's I mean you know that only act. makes a certain amount of sense population wise. Yeah, you're yeah. right about that. I hadn't considered that part of it, but either way, they said this yeah. should make their jobs a lot easier. Uh, and getting military promotions through the Senate became yeah. a lot easier because uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama yeah. ended his months-long blockade of nominations over the Pentagon's abortion policy. He has finally gotten out of the way and allowed them to approve uh, roughly 425 of them, which uh, Chuck Schumer was really excited about. Finally lifting his unnecessary and harmful holds on our nation's military officials, I'm happy that we can finally move forward and give these men and women the promotions they deserve. Now, he has his own opinions on the P- Tuberville's policies and everything. Right, right, right. Uh, but uh, Tuberville was getting pressure from both sides of the Senate because everybody wanted him to back down so they could get some of these through. Well, think about, you know, for us. Yes. There's people listening right now that were probably on those lists. Oh, yeah, very likely. You know what I mean? Very likely. And you and your family had planned to, there's, there's probably maybe a move attached to this. There's mm-hmm. a promotion. There's mm-hmm. this. There's that. And it just you're just in limbo. Yeah. Are we doing this? Are we not? Plus, uh, you know, where officers are concerned, you get toward the end of a career here. Uh, Did you stay in even? When when he started holding these things up and you're already a captain, you're looking at rear admiral or something like that. And it's like, yeah, the hell with this. Right. When's it going to end? How much longer am I going to have to do this? They went on for a good long while, too. So it may have it may have actually. Didn't he say, though, he's still holding up like. Yeah, like 11 of them. But they're like flag level. They're like four star. Yeah. Four four star star jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. He he talked about that specifically. He's going to some of those he'll continue to hold up. But again, it still frees up over 425 that they wanted to get through. And they're going to keep working on trying to get him to back off the other ones as well. Well, yeah, these. Dude, that's the structure of our defense plan here. That's exactly we, what we they have said. to have order. They said, in addition to it's affecting military readiness because yeah. we don't have people moving into the positions they need to be moving into. Right, exactly. Uh, they also said that this is a, also a shot uh, at morale for the military as well. Sure, because, I mean, sure. promotions aren't happening, yeah. people aren't moving. And, they and just, remember that it's not just the person that's promoted. Yes. Every time somebody gets promoted, everybody behind them moves up. You got to shift up. So yeah. everybody's supposed to be training up all the time. Yep. 
Uh, President Joe Biden was very happy about it and said that military confirmation should never have been held up. Yeah. Of course, I mean, what else is he going to say? Right, right. Uh, Vice President, yeah. though, Kamala Harris. Who? I, I, you know, we she's we, still around. We say that and we joke about it all the time because yeah. she just disappears for months at a time. Yes. But apparently she's been very busy. Really? She has now set the record for the most right. Senate tiebreaker votes. Wow. No yeah. kidding. That's almost a 200 year old uh, record. That just got broke. Wow, no kidding. Yep. She cast so, her 32nd to help confirm a new federal judge in D.C. That was, that was the one that broke it. Uh, the previous record, re- record holder was John C. Calhoun, who cast 31 tiebreaker votes during his eight years as vice president from 1825 to 1832. I remember the name. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, Harris tied Calhoun's record in July and broke it yesterday. The Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called uh, the achievement a great milestone. Casting tiebreaker votes is wow. among the only constitutional duties that are actually required of vice presidents. I know. Directly, directly, usually yeah. you're, on, you know, you're on assignment. Yeah, but because of how tight it is in the Senate right now, yeah. she's been called on a lot to break a lot of these votes. Wow. So just with, with how tight everything is, it's gonna, if, you, if you have a really split Senate, you're going to end up doing a lot of these votes. That's right. just how it works. Uh, you remember the huge craze behind Barbenheimer, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, it almost didn't happen. Uh, Barbenheimer was a big phenomenon over the summer where everybody, people were buying tickets to see both Barbie and Oppenheimer in the same day because it was just weird that those two movies... No, they're just so at opposite ends of the world. Though. ...came out on the same day. Uh, Margot Robbie, though, said the reason it didn't happen, or the reason it did happen is because she refused to move the date of Barbie. Yeah. Uh, during a chat with the Oppenheimer star, uh, Killian Murphy, Margot revealed that uh, one of the producers from Oppenheimer actually called them and suggested they go ahead and move their date. Oh, I, I remember one of the producers, Chuck yeah. Irvin, called me because we worked together on some other projects. Okay. And he was like, I think you guys should move your date. And I was like, we're not moving our date. If you're scared to be up against us, then you move your date. And he's like, you're awesome. scared to be up against <laughs> That's us. That's great. Yeah, one more thing from Australia that will take you on. Yeah, Margot right. Robbie. No kidding. Right. Yeah, but that one I'm, I'm less scared of. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I don't think anybody's complaining. But, uh, yeah, so apparently she refused to back down. She threw that kind of little challenge back at him, and he goes, right. his response immediately, she was flustered and goes, well, we're not moving our date. I just think you well, should. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they didn't end up moving it, and we got Barbenheimer. I just thought it was a fun little uh, add-on to that. Yeah. Uh, to fun the fact, by the way, that, that Barbie movie belongs to Margot Robbie. She, she optioned the story. That's She's cool. behind it all. Yeah. That's awesome. She pushed she a lot She hired the director. She did uh the major producer here. Yeah, it's was a big deal. A, there was a lot of concern because she's had a couple other projects that she's yeah. produced and everything that didn't go over well. Sure. Didn't make the money they hoped and everything. And so with that one, they had ended up having to do a rewrite, move the date, a whole bunch of stuff. Right, they had a new right. director, which ended up being Greta Gerwig. And so it looked like that one was on its way to be another yeah. kind of flop for her. But she ended up obviously oh, being wow. huge it's a killer. successful. It's yeah. a killer, yeah. $1.4 billion. And that's why uh, Barbie actually made it onto the Forbes list of the most powerful women in 2023. Uh, they dropped that list yesterday. And it's uh, women who uh, have a lot of, uh, like they say, the four main metrics, money, media, impact, and spheres of influence. Right. Barbie took the number 100 spot, which every year goes to a non, kind of not traditional image uh, or, oh, okay. uh, of, fe- of women power. Right, right. Uh, Taylor Swift actually made her highest ever appearance at number five. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's machine, how, much, how much sway she has. Damn. Uh, and just for comparison's sake, mm-hmm. Beyonce's only at 36. Yeah. Really? Just so yeah. you see the disparity in the world where it's viewed between the two wow. of them. Well, but Beyonce's been around for a long time. She has, but... Uh, I guess Taylor's been around for a long time, too. If I think longer than it. we think. Yeah, I longer think so, Longer than we too. think, yeah. yeah. Uh, Beyonce, but hers was a big jump. She went from yeah. 36 up uh, up from 80 last year, so she jumped up oh, really? big time. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, the number one, never heard of her before in my life, but she's got a very important job. Ursula von der Leyen, the president of European Commission and the European Union. Oh, the European Union. Yeah, yes. kind of important. Yeah. Uh, she was number one, followed by Christine Lagarde, who's the president of European Central Bank. And number three, Vice President Kamala Harris. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Some, some uh, very powerful people. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And that's the catch. Yeah, that's the whole, the whole driving factor here. Uh, Forbes, by the way, said that Taylor Swift is the most powerful woman in media and entertainment in 2023, which is not shocking. Sure. But it, sure. Isn't, it is always interesting to see somebody knock Oprah at a first. Well, you know, Oprah, Oprah was, you know, the Muhammad Ali of this oh, thing. She yes. stood atop the mountain forever. Forever. And she's, and she's still that. at number two. Oh, is she really? Just because of her influence behind the scenes and stuff yeah, now. Yeah. She doesn't do yeah. actively do as much. No, she's still more like the Pope now. Yeah, she kind of she is. She kind of <laughs> travel the world. <laughs> she can travel the world. She can put together meetings. Nobody ever says no to Oprah. Right. You know? Right. At, at the very least, they'll say no to her face. You know, they'll have the meeting if they're going to turn Oprah down. You know, you know what I mean? You know I mean? We're still going to have the meeting because yeah. that would be less than respectful. It's yeah. just like yeah. when Michael Jackson yeah. wanted to be uh, James, James Bond. Bond. They took the meeting. They did. Thought he was joking. <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I think Oprah actually, I don't think anybody thinks Oprah's joking when she comes in and talks. Oh, about. no. no. Uh, but Oprah came in second. Beyonce yeah. was third. Rihanna came in 10th. Uh, in in media, but she ranks number seventy four on the overall most powerful. She came in tenth in media. Yeah. Okay. So, I was, I mean, so her her play in in the recording industry is still huge. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. And yeah. I, I and I, don't, I they say media and entertainment. I don't know what necessarily falls into that. Are there other things she does because right. her other. Um, she also has a lingerie business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fenty yeah, Savage Fenty. Savage Fenty. Yeah. But that would be outside of media, right? Right. I would think that yes. would be the overall. Right. I would think mm-hmm. that I would yeah. agree with you, but I I don't know what they. But she's a billionaire, and yeah. she probably yeah. she. I was going to say she's probably involved as like a producer on a million different people's yeah, projects. Yeah. I guess stuff. you're right. Yeah. So that she, makes sense. Yeah. A certain. Yeah. It makes a certain amount of sense. And a lot, a lot of those names actually popped up. I wasn't going to do these back to back, but why yeah. not? Since we're here, right. uh, a lot of these names uh, actually popped up on the Wikipedia Wrapped segment. Uh, they did the most viewed articles on in Wikipedia for 2023. Mm-hmm. The website in total got more than 84 billion views this year. That's according to numbers that were collected by the Wikimedia Foundation, uh, which is a nonprofit that b- publicly edits the online encyclopedia. Right. Uh, they said the most popular article for 2023 was. This shouldn't be a shock to anybody. Chat GPT. Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, of course. Of course. That of probably course. still gets a ton, ton of hits on a daily basis. Right. Uh, the second most read article on Wikipedia was the annual list of deaths. But they say that one's top every two year. three every year. Every they, year. Every, well, because people are always curious at the end of the year, like, oh, who, who, who passed died? away? Yeah. Well, then we... Like the other day, Kissinger passed away. Yes. Henry Kissinger. Yeah. I would have sworn he was dead 20 years ago. Exactly I had no idea, right? right? Exactly Turns out he's been right. running this... Uh, you know, he's been a puppet master... Right up until the age of 100, <laughs> right up running a think tank out of D.C. Yeah. quietly behind the scenes. Which is just crazy. Uh, they did say that the 2023 Cricket World Cup took third place. I'm sure Rod was a bunch of those views because yes. he's all over cricket. I'm he a huge it. fan. I love the Ghibli Wibblies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what was the, yeah, what's the name even, of that thing? The Wickets. The, the Wickets, yeah. yeah the, the Wicket. And yeah, the, I don't know anything else. Yeah, but, you know, but the, he batted a wonky. Or yeah, he, something. He, yeah. he pitched. He bowled a googly or yes, something. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't that it? I yeah. tried watching it one time yeah. just to see you know, what, if I could get into it. But like you said, I don't know any of the terminology or anything. Right. So I was so confused the whole time. Uh, as come up some other not, notable things on the list. Uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, the person behind Oppenheimer. Oppie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He came in at number seven. 
Uh, Barbie is 13. Taylor Swift at 12. Matthew Perry popped up on the list, of course, because he passed away. That's sad. Uh, and finally, I thought this was interesting. A lot of searches, apparently, for just United States. Really? I, it, we came well, in number 18 out of the most viewed articles of the year. Okay. And so I, people in the other parts of the world would like to learn about the United States, I'm guessing. That's the only yeah. thing I can think, yeah. is that it has to be something related to that. Unless they all go back to Arkansas. Unless, yeah. <laughs> Just one guy. And the next line is, we're part of what? Yeah. <laughs> Since when? Y'all. Since when? Y'all can't do that to us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, scattered showers today, mostly cloudy with a high near 46. North winds 47 to 15 miles per hour with gusts as high as 25. Uh, mostly clear tonight with a low around 30. And th- Thursday, it's going to be sunny with a uh, high of a near 30. I almost call it thong day because I was going <laughs> sunny and of Thursday. Of all the days, you know, 30 is not thong day. That's where no. your mind is at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're right. It's right now about 43 degrees with the news. I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the morning on FM 99.